Justin, my camera's blurry. <laughs> Gonzo. <laughs> Gonzo. This is she's calling her real life Timote to come to her rescue. No, like it's gonna it's gonna drive me nuts the entire episode. Gonzo, <laughs> where the fuck is he? Okay. I think this is better though. <laughs> Never mind, Gonzo. <laughs> I feel like we should just restart. <laughs> Let's just take it from the top. <laughs> I think that has to be a real though. Gonzo. Like from the moment where I'm like, my camera's blurry, and then <laughs> all the way. Oh man, my stomach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, let me wipe away the tears. Okay. Okay. We get her. Get your head in the game lens. Okay, let's go. <clears throat> what were you looking at? There's just, like, <laughs> I want you to know, the paint, like, from the humidity of this house is just, like, little spots are just, like, boop, boop, just, like, picking up and falling to the ground. And I just found another one. <laughs> and I ate it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Welcome out back. Oh, <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is pretty wild. Are you ready? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Perspectives of Pop Culture. I am your host, Justin, and I am here with the lovely Lindsay. Lindsay, how was your weekend? My weekend was so great, Justin. Thank you for asking. I was so social. I was like a caterpillar that finally has been released from its cocoon, and I was a social butterfly all weekend long. I see what you did there. That was that was cute. Yeah. How was yours? Uh, mine was good. I was also a social butterfly. Had a, another Pearl gig that we, by the way, I just have to put this out there. We're at our my Pearl gig. It's like 11 o'clock California time. A bunch of our friends had left already. Oh, oh no, wow. no, this must have been You're like going to do me dirty this quickly into the yeah, episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got I to gotta get this off. Okay. Like this. 1030. Let's do it. Jackie is now alone because a big group of our friends left. And so she's like up there like standing with me at the dj booth and so she's like let me facetime Lindsay and gonzo to bring them into this party yeah so then so we nice. facetime Lin- Lindsay and gonzo and they're in bed and it doesn't even dawn on me yet i'm like talking to them and they're like just in their bed 
And then I realized, y'all are three hours behind us. Why are you in bed already? First of all, Jackie called me at 1120 your time because I was like, oh, it's 1120. Like, why is Jackie calling me? So I answered immediately because I was like, this uh-huh. is concerning. Yeah. And it was it was just to bring us along for your DJ set, which we had so much fun. We literally were like fist pumping in bed like, woo! Yeah. it was so great. And I wish we could have been there in person. So it was so kind of Jackie to call us. But yeah, as I mentioned, we had a very social weekend. We had a dinner Thursday night, a dinner Friday night, a birthday all day Saturday. Like I was fucking exhausted. Also on Saturday, um, the cutest coffee shop just opened up around the corner from Gonzo's office in Wahiwa. Agreed. Called Busia. And they've actually like had their soft opening maybe like three months ago now. And Gonzo and I, it's like part of our Friday routine. It's like we go to Busia for a coffee. And Mm. it's a really cute couple that owns it. And they're just like live on a farm in North Shore with their babies. And now, and like he makes surfboards out of wood. And now they have this coffee shop. Like they're just so cool, you know? And we've been like just trying to become friends with them by attending this coffee shop. So, yes, yesterday, Saturday was their grand opening party. So, Gonzo and I attended. And, you know, it was a moment where I realized like, oh, wow, we've actually like really made a community here where we ran into people at, this grand opening without like Aww. coordinating with them yeah. and i mean mind you they're they all come from gonzo because of um his soccer and his practice but like p- people that knew us and wanted to talk to us so i spent like we spent way longer at the grand opening that we, than we were planning on because we were just socializing i made a new friend yeah. and then um we went to a birthday party so we got home at seven and we got into bed at seven fifteen. like i showered and i got into my bed Immediately, I was exhausted. Wow. That's really early. Yeah, like when your social battery is just at negative 157%, you just, you have to go into overtime with this sleep, you know? I don't think my social battery has like a lower limit. Huh. Yeah. Must be nice. (laughs) We can't all be Justin, okay? I'm fucking exhausted. (laughs) I have one hour of social time. I need two hours alone. Wow. That's my ratio. Got it. Is that like, do you feel like that's a thing that just happens as we get older? Yeah, I do think so. Also, like, it's, I've done a lot of, like, self-love, like, self-reflection, spirituality Mm -hmm. journey where, like, I genuinely do just, like, hanging out with myself. Like, I'm pretty fucking cool. And sometimes other people are just not as cool. So I just would rather. So... When you say you rather hang out with yourself, is this literally by yourself, sans Gonzo? Oh no, no, like Gonzo's an extension of me. So like, yeah, no, I want Gonzo. But oh, even God. even so, like on Wednesday nights when I watch Vanderpump and Gonzo goes to soccer and we each have our individual alone time from one another where we're doing something we enjoy, that's a precious time, a precious moment. I feel like every Unnecessary. couple needs Every couple needs that thing that they do without the other one. Like, you don't need to do everything together. No. And this is a reminder for the girlies, though, because I feel like husbands get a lot of, um, like, alone time. Like, oh, I'm going to go play golf. I'm going to go get a drink with the boys. Like, girlies, like, make sure you're also scheduling in your alone time. Like, make sure you're also being like, hey, you're taking the kids so I can get my nails done by myself with my headphones and listening to pop, you know? Absolutely. But also, let's not stereotype all the men. Some men, like myself, like to take their alone time on Friday and get a mani-pedi 
solo dolo. Justin, so. you had a great self-care Friday. Can you explain it to our guests? Oh I felt so good. First of all, I was sick in the beginning of the week, so I was not feeling that great. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, I was like, you know what? This is going to be a whole entire moment for myself. Went to the gym early, came out of the gym, hit the sauna for like extra long time. Got my pores all open. <laughs> felt good. I was in there stretching, doing my thing. I was in there alone. So I was like, towel off, everything stretching. I was mm. feeling good. <laughs> Finished. I love that for you. That. <laughs> People did not need to know that. Finished at the gym. And then after that, I already had my nail color picked out, rolled over to the nail salon, ended up doing an audible and got bikini green. Love it. The, got, okay, the name of the color was bikini green. Bikini green. Can you show the people? It looks so cute. I love like that color. Green. I love I it. I feel like it oh. should be your summer go-to. This has now become one of my summer staple go-tos because I, I love green. And yeah. the green I usually like is more, it's like more muted. And so this gives mm-hmm. me a little bit more pop. Um, So forgot before that, went and got my haircut with my barber. Um, I love my barber. We end up talking for like an hour every single time. So that's great. Got me lined yeah. up. Got a mani-pedi, feeling great. And then went to Bakersfield for Mother's Day. Hung out with Mama Holla. Back to the hometown. How's the hometown doing? Hometown's good. They opened up a new restaurant called Harrington House, and mm. my parents live on Harrington, and so the, they brought it up to one of the waiters, and they're like, oh my God, that's where like the owners live. And so the owners came out and met my parents and told the story about their dad built his dream that's- home there. Wait, I know opened- exactly where this is. My mom also told me this story. Is it on... You're saying it's on Harrington. No, the restaurant isn't on Harrington. No. Okay, but so it's like the dad lives on Harrington. Can you follow? Can you follow me on a virtual drive? Okay, <laughs> we're coming out Let's of my. Go. We're going out of my neighborhood, but we're yes. at the light where it's the fire and police station, like right there. And then yeah. to the left is like Spitten and all that stuff and Wikis. And then yep. to the right, you would turn right, like you're going to Target, mm-hmm. and Harrington House is on the left. Yes, it is where there's like a Cinnabon now. Yes, which I don't know why we needed a standalone Cinnabon. Thought you had to go to the mall for that shit. I know. I know why we have. I need one. I don't want to go to the mall for my Cinnabon. God, Justin. That is where Harrington House is. So they came out, met us. We like chatted them up and they told a story about their dad who like passed away last um, year right before they opened. So it was really cute. They offered us free shots, which was great. Um, Did did Rosie take a shot? No. (laughs) Did Kevin? Yeah, harder no. That would have been a good story, though. Would have been a good story. story. Um, So yeah, I took a shot. It was great Indian food. So it was oh my god, the short or the short rib was good. The samosas, oh my god, they were so bomb. I feel like we were in need of an Indian food restaurant. And it's like kind of like upscale Indian food. Not like you can know how like most Indian restaurants are like kind of like the hole in the wall kind of yeah. This place is really nice. I didn't know it was mainly a bar. So I had my 96-year-old grandma at this bar. (laughs) Walking through the sticky floors. That happened to also serve. No, it was like an upscale bar, but still it was like, it wasn't a restaurant. And we all know the difference. Like there's bars that serve food and then there's like restaurants that serve alcohol. Yeah. 
So it was definitely the former. But anyway, it was fun. Hung out with mom um, and then hung out with Jackie's family the next day at Smitten. And it had to get the hell out of there because it was 90 something degrees that day. And Albus yeah, was not. Yeah, it's already like 100 degrees no. in Bakersfield. Yeah, I had to get had to get up out of there. So that was my weekend. It was fun. I love that for you. Well, I woke up in a beautiful mood. And would you like to know why? Did Gonzo yes. do something? No, Timothy Chalamet did, and he graced us. <laughs> he graced us with content from his Chanel shoe. I don't know if he's like the face of Chanel partnership with Chanel, and mm-hmm. Vogue also did a video. And Vogue put out this video of like, oh, USA or France, and then did questions like the Eiffel Tower, um, the Empire State Building, and whatever. And he speaks French in this video, and it is just the most delectable, delicious thing. That has ever graced my ear eardrums. And he is proving to be even more of a stunning, spectacular piece of human. And I'm you really jealous really, of Kylie. You really love a good, strong jawline with longer, dark hair. Yes. You have a type. Yes. Like a jawline melted, melted for a jawline. I married. I married a jawline. I'm glad that's what you take from Gonzalo. You know, there's a few other good things about him. <laughs> He's great. He's great. But the jawline, got it. Amazing. And I just want to reiterate, like, I'm not here to convince anyone else that Timothee is hot. Like, I don't want you to think he's hot because I want. I want him. Like, I don't need to convince you. You either get it or you don't. If you don't get it, I don't. I can't help you. That's fine. I'm happy for you. It's less competition for me. So please continue. Continue on your disdain. He's hot and I'm here for it. And he put me in just such a good mood. I've just been like gleefully getting around my house this entire morning. And B and I um, share the love of him. She actually introduced me to him. And um, we've just been sending each other the images that have been coming out back and forth all day. And he's just he's just it. He looks so young, though. Justin, he's like 27. He looks 25. Well, good. Good. He's going to age so gracefully. Uh, anyway, so that is like what the lead story you want to lead with, huh? You want to come out well, the That wasn't a story. That was just like something I wanted you guys to know about me. Got it. Thank you for that beautiful update. You're welcome. Should we jump into our trends? Yeah, let's let's flip the script. Let's jump into the trend. Oh, wait. Can I tell the story? Can you tell your trend and then I'm going to tell a story? Okay. Um, my trend is so everybody's been talking about like the Boston clogs. Like they've been sold out everywhere. It's the trendy shoe to wear in the winter with jeans, in the summer with socks and shorts. And um, I was like on Instagram, I don't know, was it like last week I had messaged you about it? Yeah. And, and just reiterate the Boston clogs, Birkenstocks, just in case Birkenstock, anyone sorry. doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. They've been sold out everywhere. Like you can't really find the suede ones anywhere. And so I was on Instagram and I came across Doc Martin put out their own version of kind of like a mule Boston clog looking shoe with like a strap around the back. Mm -hmm. And I instantly was like, I have to have this. I think I ordered it two two hours later. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Very spur of the moment. And I was like, you need. Yeah. You bought. I bought it. And they came and I tried them on. I will say this is my only gripe with them is 
they you can't wear them without socks because the strap around the back is very like abrasive. Well, don't don't you think that that's gonna like soften up the more that you wear it because it's leather? I mean, yes, that is a possibility, but you definitely couldn't do like it would make you start bleeding in the beginning. Uh. But anyway. I love the shoe. The main thing I like about the shoe is it literally looks like they took a Boston Birkenstock clog, cut off the sole, and threw on like that classic Doc Martens. Doc Martens, yeah. Which it kind of gives it like a different look. And so if you're looking to not, like you want that look that everybody else has, but your own little twist, yeah. this is your shoe. They're, I feel every, like they're everywhere. They're, they're everywhere. I feel like this is, you know how there's like granola hipsters and then there's like, mm-hmm. Too cool for school hipsters like smoke cigs. Yes. These are a too cool for school hipster shoe. It just has like more of the edge. Absolutely. I mean, Doc Martin is like an edgier brand to begin with. Like you can literally take like these are the these are the clogs you can take and wear to a festival. Because what one you're strapped in and you Mm -hmm. have that, you know, that nice solid sole. Um, I like them a lot. I will be making a video featuring them very soon. And how to style, yeah. I feel like this would be a good um Europe shoe, like walking around Europe. To be determined. Like they're they're comfortable comfortable now, but like I haven't worn them for like an extended period of time. Okay. So TBD. Okay. Well, can I tell a story? So, um, I was on, I was on FaceTime with Jackie. I called her because I haven't seen her face and I was like, wow, she looks so beautiful. I need to call Jackie. So (laughs) I, I'm on FaceTime with her and Justin walks in with his, Doc Martin clogs it had just been delivered and he's like trying them on and Jackie's like what are those why did you get those when did you purchase them you just haven't been talking about them that you wanted them I'm just so confused and then she ultimately decided she didn't like them and you were like so defeated and she said to you like well why did you buy them like what was the reasoning for this purchase and you didn't really have one other than you said I saw them and I saw thought that they looked cute so I wanted them rookie mistake Justin rookie First of all, mistake I don't need more of an explanation than that they were cute I wanted them I bought them yeah but when Jackie's coming at you and I know this you know from personal experience with Justin because Jackie was saying you know like we're trying not to spend unnecessary money like we don't we need are. any unnecessary purchases because we're going to Europe in September. Yeah. And, and Gonzo we have been working on it. We've been really good. And we've been working on it. Yes. And Gonzo yeah. gives me the same lecture every single fucking day. So then as we're, we had just decided and I was like, Justin, you fucked up. You should have had a better justification. Like I'm saying this out loud. Then the, the doorbell rings and Justin goes out to check and there's a huge Zara box order for Jackie. And Jackie comes, Justin walks in and I'm FaceTiming Jackie. I, first of all, I feel so blessed and honored to have witnessed this. Like it was the best moment of my day on Friday. And Justin walks in and he goes, oh yeah, Jackie, unnecessary purchases. What's this? What's this? It was so heavy. It was, she's, she, she immediately was like, went into her justification and her so much better prepared than yours. So much better prepared than yours. She went through every You should have been taking notes on how she fucking did that. Because it was genius. It was a genius level justification. Uh And I just, it was an amazing moment for me to be a part of. And um, thank you so much for allowing me to be there to witness. And Justin was such a champ. He was like, yeah, that is cute. Because Justin, 
likes to shop too. So he he understands when someone wants some new clothes. And by the way, Justin's clogs were maybe like one, one twenty, and Jackie was like three hundred dollars later at Zara was- after she had just lectured Justin about spending money. <laughs> I will say this, though. Her explanation, well, like she said, like she was trying to replace a few items in the closet. No, she um, had good reasoning. She had great reasoning. And mine was purely like I saw it on Instagram and thought it was cute. Like my reasoning was. Yeah, but Justin, you, you had to think about it. You could have said, oh, you know what? I'm really looking for a really good shoe for Europe since I know we're going to be walking a lot. So I'm trying to I'm trying this one out. Yeah, but that would have been a lie. No, but it, you could have convinced yourself, too, and then been like, oh, yeah, that is actually a good idea. Take some notes, Justin. Take some notes. I'm Look, the queen I'm- of purchase justification. And a lot of the time, Gonto, like, really doesn't have much to say back to me, except, like, a knowing look of you know what you did. You know? Got it. And that's how we, notes. we function. All right. Next time I purchase something, I'll ask you on how I should justify it. Yeah. Oh, you, Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll send you a script. Okay. Thank you for your trend. (laughs) Okay. My trend of the week are disco balls. And I am telling you guys, I don't want to go into any bar or clubs that don't have disco balls this summer. They are such a moment, such a vibe. Like they just set the fucking stage for a good time. Pearl Social gets it. They had disco balls. Jackie sent me a stunning video of the disco balls like there was like six of them all hanging at different levels it just looks so mm-hmm. cool and then they're just like mirroring across the thing like i just want to be in a place with a disco ball going like this so yeah that's my trend remember when we were little and we had like the actual disco balls that were black but then had like different colored lights at birthday parties like if you oh had a like birthday God. party sleepover and you didn't yes. have a disco ball, like you had to go home and ask or ask to borrow someone else's disco ball because the vibes weren't right. Yes. Those things were heinous. I actually feel like I should purchase one. For what purpose? For club bed. So when you guys were listening at Pearl Social, I could have uh, had my disco ball on in my room to set the vibes. Great, great justification. Or That's just like great. a dinner party. With a disco ball going off, like could be that, that might be a little much. Like a normal disco ball, yes, but a like a different color flashing lights. I'm gonna make it work. I actually think I have a mini disco ball that I got for mm-hmm. Gonzo's birthday a few years ago, and I hope I still have it because iconic, iconic. All right, go grab yourself a disco ball, fam. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. I'm being so serious. In other news. All right, you guys. Um, So one of our first stories, this is more of like an update on last week. We talked about Jimmy Fox and, you know, prayers for him and everything. Come to find out, his daughter hops on social media and goes, fam, my daddy been out for like weeks. My dad's playing playing pickleball. pickleball. (laughs) What a better way to just... Oh. refute everything just be like he's not just out he's out here like playing pickleball yeah my dad's on vacation you guys like relax Get, she'd and probably be like my dad needs to go back to work because he's bothering me now he's making me yeah. play pickleball with him every day it's it shows you how quickly media can take a story and run with it and it's there's no factual things to it 
It's really unfortunate. So Jamie Foxx is great. He's fine. Thank God. I really was not prepared to lose another prominent black figure. So yeah. Jamie Foxx is fine, everyone. Jamie we Fox can all relax. <laughs> we can, can chill. Okay. Next story is like a little bunched up couple news where there's just like a few little tidbits that happened over the weekend that we feel prominent to share and that you need to know about. So number one was Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny going to the Lakers game together. We can no longer say, oh, they might be dating. They're dating. They're they're showing us that they're dating. We don't need to speculate anymore. Like they're arriving together. They're wearing coordinating outfits. They're whispering to each other on the sidelines. I wonder how Kendall feels because like usually she's the girlfriend on the sidelines and now she's attending and she's like watching these men perform in front of her and she's like, Bad Bunny, like, this is what I'm used to, not your WWE shit. I don't want to go to sit front row at WWE, but like, this is what we're going to sit courtside for, you know? Yeah. I don't, I mean, also like, do they speak in Spanish? English? I hope so. It's, <laughs> I doubt it. Spanglish. Did you ever watch that yeah. movie? Spanglish. It's a very old movie, but yeah, they were on the sidelines with Tyler Creator. Yes. Great. Yeah. And it was at the Lakers uh, Golden, Golden State, State. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Kendall Jenner has the best courtside fashion of our generation. She was wearing just a cute little mini skirt, a little white t- tee, and some cute ass boots. Very simple. Killing it. Killing it. Okay. So that's one. Two. Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy were spotted hanging out in New York City during her off time. So they're also officially dating... We don't need to speculate it anymore. We're seeing it in front of our eyes. However, there's been like weird things just consistently coming out about Maddie Healy. Weird? That's what you're going to call it? Well, out of respect for Mrs. Swift, you know, like what if she, what if she knows something or it's like another one of the, like the media is taking something small and running with it, you know? So like, I'm just out of respect for Miss Swift. Um, There's some weird things that have been coming out about Maddie Healy. And I don't even know if we should mention them because we don't know if they're like fully true, but you can, do, you can do some research for yourself on him if you want. Um, so that's two. Three, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman were out at Taylor Swift's Eras Tour this weekend, I think on Saturday in Philadelphia. And he posted a TikTok of them in the like VIP tent with the other celebrities that were in attendance dancing to um, a song. I feel like it was Style or something. And... <laughs> In the background, you can see Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham, like, snuggling up, maybe, like, sneaking a kiss or something. And this has been a very, like, widely speculated couple, but there's been no confirmation. They have made no public appearances. Like, this is the first time they were even seen together at the same place, I feel like. And Keith Urban's just out here exposing their coupleness on his TikTok with no, no sweat off his back. When did this TikTok get posted? Today. Oh, it was today. Oh, yeah. shit. He just posted and was like, we love you, at Taylor Swift. And they're not, like, really in the video, but they're very much seen in the background. Yeah. You guys have to watch it. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're like, kissing. They're all cuddled up, like, being PDA. And so if you're if you're Phoebe Bridges, like, do you ask him to take it down? Or do you it's start going to your there. PR I mean, team? And start figuring out like a spin or like an announcement. Listen, if my relationship got leaked via TikTok from Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman, in my mind, like I fucking made it like sh- sick. 
post my relationship. Who cares? Keith doesn't care. Keith is living his best life. And I now I've somehow stolen the spotlight from Keith Urban on his own TikTok. Like, snaps to me. I'm not giving any fucks. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So that's my thought. What would be yours? I it depends on what the other person wanted because I can very easily see like if she was dating somebody who didn't necessarily want it to be public yet it being an issue but also why does he want it to be public is he being a sneaky there's a whole kind of bunch of different reasons yeah you're right but I don't know I think they should just like take it as a win but they're famous in their own right. Like, do they need Keith Urban's, like, notoriety? No, 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 no. But it, that's, like, the most iconic way to be outed as a couple. You know, not True. just like, oh, we were spotted leaving a restaurant By paparazzi. Together, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, or, like, yeah. by paparazzi. Like, no, fucking Keith Urban himself posted us on our on his TikTok without any awareness of what he was doing. And that's funny. That's a what story. What if this was all planned? Then the world is fake. Like, I I can't sleep at night because everything's planned. We're in the Truman Show. Like, what do you mean? I'm saying, like, that could be, this can very easily be, like, Keith they planned like, okay, you guys, this. here's the, I'm going to start filming. Like, go snuggle up in the background. Like, Nicole, come dance. You think that's what happened? Absolutely. I'm not putting it past. Look, I realize, I just realize a lot of things that we think are coincidental in Hollywood aren't. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, they find, the you, we find out when they want us to find out. Damn, I was like so excited about this. I was like, this is so funny. What a little funny moment for them. And here's Justin just taking a big old fat needle and bursting my bubble. Sorry. I'm just saying, like, they've been hidden for so many long so many months or whatever, and like something this careless is how it gets broken. I'm just Did you damn. sorry to just like fully transition, but did you ever watch Bo Burnham's inside? No. Justin, it's a piece of art like i have watched it multiple times i've made people watch it with me it is hilarious like it trigger warning it will take you back to covid times because it's like him being inside and you really all of a sudden you remember like oh shit yeah i remember gonzo telling me about this every single song is hilarious it was the perfect piece of content to come out of covid He's a genius, a superstar. You guys need to watch it. I love him. I do remember this. Oh, hi, Winnie. Winston's right next to me. He was under the bed, and here he comes. Okay. So that's that on couples news. Anything else you want to add in? No, but I do want to throw back to, I don't remember what episode of ours we talked about posting thirst traps, and we shouted out the mother of all mothers, Martha Stewart, and... Once again, the universe heard us. Yep. And said, we need more official Martha Thirst Traps. Yes, in print. Traps in print. And SI Illustrated answered the call. Answered the call. They picked up and they said, we got you, Pop. I feel like there's like pictures that I normally see in Sports Illustrated. And then there's like Martha Stewart pictures in Sports Illustrated. Like the wind is just perfectly blowing in her hair. Her lips are just perfectly pouty. (laughs) No, the one of her coming out of the water with those big old glasses on, like, 
fuck yes, queen. Like, give it to me. Her, like, laying there with her martini glass. I just want to be her. And here's, this is just to prove that a thirst trap can get you, can get you places. You guys, so post your thirst traps. We're just going to circle it right back. Post your fucking thirst traps and maybe Sports Illustrated will call you. Oh my God. She's 81 on the cover. That, that is wild to me because if I could do the exact same photo shoot for Sports Illustrated that Martha did and I wouldn't look nearly as stunning, beautiful, and gorgeous as this 81-year-old woman. And I, it, you know what? It gives me a little bit of like a, oh, it's okay if I turn 81. Like I could be hot like Martha. She was killing it. Killing it. it. It was the it was the best one. So there was four covers that were released, which mm. is so annoying. Like just pick one. But of yeah, course, but they, like try to like four. spread the love a little bit. Sure, but I wonder what like I wonder which um cover is gonna get the most sales. So okay, we have Martha Stewart, icon. Mm-hmm. We yep. have Brooke Snader. She was the only actual model. All these other people like are just official celebrities. Model. Yeah. Yep. Um Kim Petras. Who is that um, pop star? Transgender, yep. Transgender pop star. And then Megan Fox, who like obviously is hot and she looks hot. So like. But like, is she having like a resurgent moment? Like I'm confused. Is she making a comeback after MGK? I was confused as as to why she was on the cover as well. And they haven't like officially broken up, I don't think, her and MGK. And also these get shot so long ago, like months. Yeah. So maybe when they asked her, it was like at the height of her and MGK like being out and about when he proposed, you know, like doing all their mm. crazy stuff and that she was so relevant. And she's just like Megan Fox is one of those people that you hear about a lot for a very short amount of time and you don't hear about it all for like years. And then all of a sudden she's like back everywhere. Like, I don't know how she does it. She, exactly. she gets her like, downtime. It's like you heard about Transformers. Then she disappeared. Yeah. Then she came back with um, I think she was in like she was in some horror movie or something. Disturbia. Like Yes, and like you heard about it, and she disappeared again, and then now she come back with uh, um, MGK. Didn't she date Pete Davidson too at one point? No, no. So. MGK and Pete are best friends. So she came back with MGK, and then like ever since like the maybe they broke up stories started circulating, I haven't heard anything about her. Yeah, like I don't know. She just she she looks hot, you know. Like she looks great on the cover. It's a good cover, but I'm sorry, I. I want to go find Martha Stewart's cover and frame it and put it next to my bedside table. So every morning when I wake up, I'm like, okay, Lindsay, like you do need to go to the gym. Like, look at Martha. That that could be you. Oh, yeah. That's your motivation. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. I'm trying to look up the Megan Fox one because. Do you want me to send it to you? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I just found it. Yeah. Sports Illustrated. But even Sports Illustrated is pushing Martha's the most because you know how like in a obviously in the carousel post they had to post one cover yeah they're just they're just posting lots of martha i mean megan fox she i mean i remember when i first like heard of megan fox and she was on that original transformers movie and no, she's one of the most beautiful women in the world, and it's just annoying that someone like her exists because she's stunning and perfect. And I love what she's wearing. It's not a bathing suit. It's like a chain dress, diamond yes. chain Leaps. stone dress. Oh, what is? It's mermaid core. Yeah. With her mermaid hair. She just looks so good. But I do feel as though, like, 
Sports Illustrated used to just always be like you got a no name model that graced the cover and it like skyrocketed her into fame, you know, and it's just like upsetting. Yeah, Iskra Lawrence, like. Yes, I I did want to see this cover of Martha. Like, please do not get me wrong. I wanted this. I asked for yeah. this. But like, yeah. it does kind of suck for the actual girls that are in the industry that this may be like a big career goal for them. And now they have to also compete with celebrities like Martha Stewart and Megan Fox. Oh, and even Kim Petras. Like, and Kim Petras. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't. Yeah, I kind of agree with that sentiment. It's like it used, you used to discover some new model um, yeah. this way when they grace the cover and now and it was it's her like, moment. Yes. And it was like about Kate her. Upton, like Kate Upton, what the girl that um oh, she's dating Gronk Gronk. What's her name? Oh my god. Yes. Camille. Um Camille Kostek. Yes. Like I had those no were idea who girls. she was. We didn't know. They were just oh models. And then they yes. became this sports illustrated cover model and they just became an it girl. And yep. I don't know Brooke Snader and I don't follow her or anything, but like maybe I need to. She has one million followers. She's doing a great she's she's doing amazing, sweetie. But like that's just what it used to be, you know? Yeah. So let's just not forget. But anyways, just you know, post your thirst traps. Martha's thirst traps are all we wanted to see, and another reason why I'm in such a great mood this Monday morning. Okay, not so great news is a few divorce news that we had that came out this past week. One is Kim and Kim Zolziak Bierman and Croy Bierman get a divorce. This is very shocking. I don't, this is also maybe like a niche couple, but like if you watch Bravo at any point in time in your life since 2010, you're aware of who these people are. And them getting a divorce is very shocking because they were one of the most like, iconic couples of bravo and they even had like so kim zolziak was a real housewives of atlanta and she just skyrocketed like they were people were obsessed with her and she ultimately married croy who's plays football i think and he does something on some team and he they had their own spinoff show don't be tardy just for one season for Don't Be Tardy for the wedding. And it was all about their wedding planning process and whatever. But people were so obsessed with them that they went on to have eight seasons of Don't Be Tardy just on this family because the family was just so outrageous. And it was like a, it was like an Atlanta's Kardashians. It was a, it was Bravo's version of the Kardashians almost. So for them to be getting a divorce was just such shocking news. We don't really know why, except the only thing that um, the People article says that I'm looking at is that they've been having financial troubles um, this past year. And, you know, finances are a big thing that people people fight about often and di- ultimately leads to divorce. But I thought that could be a reason. You're like a real housewife or on that show. You're supposed to be like wealthy as shit. No. And she is. OK, so Kim Kim's backstory is that she was married married yeah married to this man that was just like a sugar daddy basically like she was a sugar baby Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. had her two daughters with them i don't know their names right now it's that's ridiculous because i i know this family anyways and they are also like social media like little influencer girlies and they actually were like allowed to get lip filler when they were like 15 16 like they've just always had it like when carly got lip filler like they got lip filler yeah it was it was pretty crazy um Anyway, so her and that guy broke up. So when they, she was never like married on Real Houses of Atlanta, I think, but she was just like 
wealthy from the divorce, you know, and a big personality. And then she like went on to marry Croy and they have like three or four kids together um, between her and Croy. So and there's a little bit of an age difference. Kim is 44 and Croy is 37. So that's another thing. Like everyone was obsessed. Wow. All right. Um, Yeah. So it's just sad. They were married for 12 years and it's just upsetting when someone when a marriage doesn't work out after 12 years, you know, but. I wish them yeah. all the best, and I hope nothing nefarious happened. I'm looking up who these people are. I'm sorry, guys. I have no idea. I did, this is beyond my pop culture knowledge. Um, okay, I was well, never, you know the next one. Or I was never a Real Housewife person. No, honestly, like, I'm not a big Real Housewives person either, which is shocking, I know. But, like, I just don't relate. To, I can't. I don't know. They all bother me to some degree. The only ones that I can like sometimes handle is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And that's just because I know like where they're at and I know the culture and it's like interesting to me. Yeah. But um, I also watched the first season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. because I was very intrigued by the Mormon aspect and how that was going to play into a reality show. Anyways, I digress. I did watch the first season of Don't Be Tardy and I remember them like being together and they were just crazy and like their um their like house like chef cleaner yeah. I don't know what she does but like she's besties with all of them like she's part of the family too like it's just like a f- really it was like characters on the show it was so good Got it Got it Okay anyways wrapping right, well, that one up You know these wrapping people Wrapping that one up I do know these people. So if you have not watched the show Bear on Hulu, first of all, go watch it. Go watch Great it. Great show. But the main actor, um, Jeremy Allen, right, is his name? Um, him and his wife, who I didn't know this, but Lindsay informed me before the show, um, that they're high school sweethearts. And they're yeah. getting a divorce after like four years of marriage, which is extremely sad. And two kids. So yeah, okay. So I'm reading the entertainment tonight article about them jeremy allen white and addison timlin split Mm. and so addison and jeremy went to high school together she like posted on her instagram when he won a golden globe i think like when Mm. i was watching you in drama class in high school when we were like 15 um that's so cute i knew that you were special whatever and she filed for divorce on thursday but then Sunday for Mother's Day, she posted this long caption about how she's a single mother. And he commented on it like, it seems like everything's fine. Like, it's an amicable divorce. And we don't Mm -hmm. really know what the issue was. But um, all that the article says is that there were trust issues in their relationship, which sucks. She's also an actress. I don't know what she's been in. She's obviously not as famous as him. So maybe, you know that could have played a part, but she has lots of famous friends, like lots of famous people like Kate, Kate Beck, Beckinsale, Beckinsale, Beckinsale. Yeah. And like Justin Long and, um, a few other people, celebrities like commented on her mother's day post. Cause they have two daughters together that are under the age of three, I think. And just sad that they are getting a divorce when they've been together for so long and they yeah, were together Jesus. before they were famous. That's unfortunate. I, yeah, I don't know anything that she's in. I think she's only been in like very small roles. 
And I actually think they were in something together before they were both famous, like before Shameless. So you guys know who we're talking about. You've seen him. He's the older brother in Shameless um, that everyone thought was so hot when that was out. And now he's the chef, the main character in The Bear on Hulu, I think it is. Mm -hmm. And he just is like mysteriously... I would say he like falls into a similar category as Timothy, where he's just like a like mysteriously hot, but not conventionally hot. Except he has a really soft chin and no jawline, so like he's not my type of hot. But like he, his characters that he plays are hot. And when he first like stepped out onto the scene in Shameless, when he got like his first major spotlight moment, all the girlies were like, "Oh my god, he's so hot!" But then he was he was married, or he was with his girlfriend Addison so it's just wild that they're gonna divorce now when they've been together before I always love the stories where they were together before they got famous you know yes I was just reading about like LeBron James and his wife and how she's like stays out of the radar but yeah same thing like they were I'm pretty sure like high school sweethearts which is the cutest thing so cute so that's sad to see but now we can add Jeremy Allen White to our singles list and do we have anyone that we can see him with? Oh, too soon. Let the ink dry. <laughs> okay, we'll just we'll just think about it. Okay, just remember. Oh man! All right, ending on a much lighter, happier note. Queen Rihanna and ASAP have finally blessed us with not only pictures of their newborn or their one-year-old from his birthday, but they also gave okay. us his name. Which, finally. For, for the, finally. Did you know the reference when they announced the name? No, I'm still, I'm so confused. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know how it's supposed to go. I don't know the reference. You yeah, can, no worries. You can educate That's what me. I'm here for. So, uh, for all my Wu-Tang Clan fans out there, everybody knows that one of the original members and probably the main guy, um, he's the one who was a producer for the entire crew, um, Riza, the Riz. Um, he is an icon in the hip hop industry. He still is a pretty big producer. Um, they named their son after him, which is the most iconic. I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, you have a famous person like RZA and for a long time, nobody really names their kid after them. Cause it's like so unique and they're such an icon. And this is how he spells it as well. All caps yes. like this. Yes. Like, yes, R-Z-A, yes. And that's yes. not, like, his show, like, his producer name? That's, like... So, that's his, his producer... So, that's not his God-given name. I will okay. say that. So, that's, like, the name he chose as um, his, like, rapper name, producer name. So, I feel like it's, like, Beyonce. Like, you're not going to see any kid named Beyonce for at least, you know, another 20, 30 years. Does this mean that, like, someone eventually could name their child ASAP? Absolutely. Not right now, though. You can't do it now. It's too weird. You got to wait. I think ASAP's weird no matter what. Like, RZA is, like, cool. And RZA's kind of like Rizzo from Greece. You know, like, we've we've heard the same, like, ASAP. Similar, yeah. How can you ever say ASAP without saying ASAP Rocky? Like, even when I'm saying things to Gonzo, I'm like, I need this from you, ASAP Rocky. (sighs) Aren't there lots of ASAPs? Like, there's not just one. Like, it's not just ASAP Rocky. Like, there's ASAP, like, It's ASAP Ferg, ASAP Yams. Um, There's a whole crew. It's kind of like Odd Future. Um, And essentially, whoops, um, ASAP stands for something. As soon as possible. No, that is not what it stands for. 
I like forgot what it stood for. Oh my God. I'm horrible. I also, Justin, just have some questions about how these like clans form where we're, where we decide like, Hey, we're all going to have ASAP in front of our names. And then like, do they like each other or are there ever beef within the clans? Like, does, is it just basically like they all have the same producer and the producer is branding them? Not necessarily to circle back. I barely messed it up. It stands for always strive and prosper is what ASAP stands for. So it's usually like one or two guys get together they are best friends. They start making music together, but they want to make like a collective or a group. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they start naming themselves with that same, you know, theme around it. Um, I'm trying to think of like another example of like another group who kind of does that. I can kind of like with City Girl. Future. Huh? City Girls. Oh, yeah. Like City Girls. Like, so... Yeah, it's just like a thing that they do. Um, mm-hmm. And so you have like ASAP Yams who passed away a while back and they always do a concert for him in remembrance of him every year. Um, mm-hmm. The only other like big ASAP from that same collective is ASAP Ferg, um, who's pretty big. But yeah. Do you think the other ASAPs are like, ASAP Rocky, like throw me a bone, like put me on a track? Oh, no, he does. Uh, he's had a lot of them feature. And then, like, those are all his boys. Like, that's the thing is, like, they're all his friends. Similar with, like, Tyler and Odd Future and, like, Jasper. Like, he's gotten Jasper on um, Jackass the movie. He's gotten Jasper, like, writing gigs and stuff like that. And he was, like, friends with Sid from the internet. He was friends with Frank Ocean before he got big. Um, so, yeah, they all kind of wow. put each other on game, which is dope. This is a world I have no understanding of. So, thank you for... It's like, you know, when I make it big as a DJ mm-hmm. and I put everybody on game. Yeah. It's like that. Do I have to be a DJ for no, you to put me on game? You can be something completely different. Like, all right, so you, I'm a DJ, but then like you're my stylist. And then all of a sudden you get like a clothing brand off this shit. So like, this will put you on game. But then like Got you're off doing it. your own thing right now. But like we still come back and collaborate a little bit, you know, do our thing together. But you then you're post off me doing on like, your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I love this. I want my own clan. What should I name it? What should we all be? We should we'll be like pop star, pop icon, pop killer, pop people. You know, we're the pop people. You don't like it? Moving on to TV. <laughs> we'll keep brainstorming. Yeah, definitely keep brainstorming. That was... All right. Queer Eye Season 7. A show that I thought probably should have ended four seasons ago. You are lying. Don't even speak that into existence. This show can never end. This show is keeping my mental health together by a string. Look, look. Unpopular opinion. It got old after the third or fourth season. No, I'm Justin, sorry. no. You're so incorrect. It's a feel-good show. I was obsessed with it. Like, JV, Jonathan Van Ness is, like, my icon on Netflix. Like, I love that man. I think he's amazing. I love Tan. But it's just, like... They're just getting more and more themselves. Like, here's why it's getting better. Let me let me change your mind. Let me change your mind. All right. right. They're getting more and more themselves. So, like, the first couple of seasons, they were, you know, they were themselves. We got big personalities, for sure. But they were a more diluted, like, playing safe version of themselves. Mm-hmm. now and they were like all new to each other and whatnot now they like have all created like this genuine bond and friendship they all are so like the most saturated versions of themselves 
you get the best one-liners from all of them. You know how, like, in the first couple of seasons, Tian was, like, kind of quiet. Bobby was kind of yeah. quiet. Like, you just didn't really yeah. know what was going on in their mind. No, like, now we we get Tanny. We get Tanny on lock. Like, I love Tanny. He might be my favorite. We get Bobby all the way up. Like, we get to know more about them. Like, it is so good. And this season starts out with a fucking bang. They redo the makeover. A fraternity that's like going down 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 in the dumps and it's like a bunch of like just like outcast boys who found each other and they're like a family they don't really have any other friends but like no one wants to join their fraternity and no one wants to donate like the the alum the frat alum like are like disassociated with them because they no longer you know yeah. get each other and they remake them into like these businessmen that are just and it's just so heartwarming and cute and it's just like restores your faith in humanity that's what I watched Ted Lasso for. Yeah, but these Ted Lasso's a character. This is real life. So it's like, oh, there's these people out there in real life that are just like walking around that are so sweet and just like pure human beings. And it's just nice to know. Okay. I will give the first episode a shot. Give the first two. The second one's good too. Sure. Anyway. There's only seven. Back. Go binge. Where are they at now? Are they like, and I'll, that's another thing I don't understand. New like, I get why they do it. Like, they all do it in the South, and that's to like bring awareness to like LGBTQ and all that. But it's yeah. like, why at the same time? Well, because honestly, Justin, that's where a majority of people are that need makeovers. You know, like, Justin, you know that that's facts. Like, we, and it's only because. We in California don't realize how lucky we are to have been, like, born and raised in California where, like, we had fashion and whatever. Like, self-care is the center of our ecosystem in California. You know, like, it's part of our everyday lives. Same with New York. Like, making, like, your presentation is important. You know, whatever. It's not, like, we're not judging books by its cover. You know, it's not superficial. It's just, it's the simple fact of taking care of yourself really is what it is. And like, they're highlighting these people that are just not taking care of themselves and they don't have access to the same things we do. And that is why it's better in the South because there's like, there's not a sweet green on every corner. Like they're going to Cane's, you know, and it's just highlighting those differences. And trust me, I love Cane's. Like I'll eat Cane's tomorrow, right now, but I've never been to a Canes. Really? Mm-mm. Ooh, you should get there, some. I mean, it's good. First of all, there's not one in Santa Barbara, so. Oh, well. There's yeah. even one on Oahu. There's not one here. Closest Anyways. one that I've seen is Bakersfield. I didn't even know Bakersfield had Canes. Mm-hmm. That's new. Next to Harrington House. Cute. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's my little pitch for you guys to watch queer queer eye season seven um they're all my faves i'm obsessed with them in love with them like want to be anthony's best friend like honestly though i don't think i could be just friends with anthony because he's so handsome and beautiful that i'd be like are you sure like are you sure you're gay because he's He's so hot (laughs) where like all the other ones are hot as well but like there's just like Mm, and he cooks like yeah got it so those are my thoughts (laughs) jonathan's always been your favorite always since the jump he's the best one-liners freaking hilarious he's so funny 
I, you know what? Actually, he he's hilarious, but there is times where I'm like, he's very over the like. He's a big personality in a room. Yeah, he takes he takes tell, up the energy. He takes up the energy, and I felt like in the beginning there was he definitely like low key annoyed some of the other ones at first. Is like the vibe that I got. Well, I think because he was the most comfortable. He was like, yeah, we're fucking True. stars. Like, I'm going to be yeah. myself. That's how we're going to get famous. Yeah. So. did You just sent me the reel, didn't you? Of being like, you have to be yourself. And that's what people are going to be attracted to, is yourself. I 100% did just send you And that. be the truest version of yourself. And that's what's ultimately that. going to make you successful. So I'm living my truth. John Jonathan's just living his truth. He living is, their truth. I'm so sorry. He they don't go by he he him. They go by they. Good catch. <sighs> Had to correct myself. Okay, next. The Little Mermaid press tour is going on with Halle Bailey, and it is the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Have you been watching all of like her red carpets and like yeah, everyone going met- to Target and getting the Little Mermaid that's the black. black. Little it's Mermaid, like yeah. So cute. Yeah. And then her meeting the OG uh, mermaid, Little Mermaid. I don't even know Ariel. her name. To be t- Ariel. Yeah, there you go. Ariel. Do we know her name? Yeah, dude, what's her name? Ariel. No. The actress who played Ariel. Oh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't know the Little Mermaid's name? Where have you been living under a rock? I mean, obviously, I knew the Little Mermaid's name. Um, so now, yeah, they're very cute. I, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna watch this in theaters. I might watch it once it comes out on Disney Plus. You might. I'm, I'm having a movie night for it. Popping my popcorn. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of shows that I have on my list, and that one was just very far down. Listen, when I was little. Nothing scared me more than Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Like, that was the first thing that I remember watching on TV that made me upset. Like, I would cry when she would come on the TV. She was so scary. Like, she took her voice. She was just so creepy. I did not trust her. She had a dark energy. It was so scary to me. That was the first person, first character that I saw on TV that, like, scarred me and made me realize, like, oh, I like happy things. That was. <laughs> it was Ursula. Lindsay just wants everything to be rainbows and unicorns. I don't see why that's a problem. <laughs> Speaking okay. of things that are not rainbows and unicorns, <laughs> <laughs> this might have been the funniest piece of content I've seen on TV in a this very was long the time. The best piece of content. Okay, so the Vanderpump. I don't even watch this show. <laughs> And I thought it was the most funniest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, no. Here's the thing. Everyone just, like, get it together. We're talking about Vanderpump for at least three more weeks, okay? Just, like, let me do it. Vanderpump Rules reunion trailer dropped. And and when I tell you, like, I will be saying these phrases for the rest of my life from James Kennedy. Him, first of all, going, poo-poo heads. Both of you, poo-poo heads. And Andy just being like, James. And the accent makes it so poopo heads. So wait, let you. me can I can we clarify? James, you the way that Raquel Rachel got into Vanderpump is through James, right? Because they were dating. they were engaged. Okay, 
<laughs> Just want to clarify that. Oh, my God. And Andy being like James, like... <laughs> calling a boo-boo at and ariana and lala cannot keep it together and katie they're all snickering they thought it was hilarious and then the best he's like gets up to try to fight like so it's been speculated like oh there's a fight that happens like people touch each other like put hands on one another and everyone's like who is it who was it blah blah well yeah. now we see it was it was most more than likely james and tom and tom sandoval and james goes <laughs> You're a worm with a mustache. And it's the best. <laughs> it's the best insult I've ever heard because it's such facts. He is a worm with a mustache. James already made t-shirts that say you're a worm no. with a mustache. Do you want one? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. You guys, like, I know, I know some of you don't care, but like, please try to muster up enough cares. To go watch this trailer because just it is watch the trailer. So <laughs> funny. And the other, like the one of my other favorite parts is like during all of this, the other Tom is awkwardly Schwartz. in between. He's just like, <laughs> just like, and like I feel like people come after him because they're like, "How long did you know?" Oh my! He's God. just like a little turtle that's trying so hard to go back into a shell. Like he does not want to be there. He's so uncomfortable. No. He hates confrontation. But James calling. James calling Tom Sandoval a worm with a mustache was the highlight of my week. And um, going poo-poo heads, both of you. Both of you poo-poo heads. I'm going to call everyone a poo-poo head. Like, I, that's one I forgot about. Like, that's something that's, that that's three-year-old something like Lindsay probably Three-year-old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I forgot about. You know, like, I out, I thought I outgrew the phrase. James James showed me the way. He was like, no, bitch, it's still a good phrase. It's still a good phrase. It still hits. Poo-poo head. <laughs> I'm calling everyone poo-poo heads from now on. When does the finale, or when does this reunion air? So the finale is this Wednesday. <gasps> I'm so excited. And then the reunion airs the, pre- the following week and the week after that. I think there's three parts. So I'm sorry. You're going to have to listen about this for a month. Oh, my God. They're and- dragging it out. Why? Because there's so much. Justin, like, let me have this. Like, it's so good. You guys, this is prime reality TV. And everyone that watches it is all, like, in agreement. Like, this is prime reality TV. And I just want to also clarify, you're not better than us if you don't watch it, okay? (laughs) If you watch any of these, like, Love Island, Bachelor, like, Love is blind, and you think those are so interesting, and you're being like, mm, I don't watch Vanderpump. You're not better than me. Um, that sounded like it was very uh, direct. No, I just feel like there's no, there's there's not anyone that I'm thinking of. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> sound very specific. Like, no, no, hey, look, no, no, no. You, please don't get me Nancy, wrong, Nancy, for calling me out. <laughs> Nancy, you ain't no, no, better than me, bitch. By the way, no one's made me feel bad about um, liking Vanderpump. I just want to clarify that. I'm just letting you guys know, like, I'm seeing on the internet, like, on the comments where, like, when, like, page six posts about it, and then the comments are like, why do people care? It's like, you're not better than me for caring. People in the comments. Yeah, for not just because you don't care. There's something that you care about that I think is stupid, too. I just want everyone mm. to know that. That, you know, we're about to talk about something that a lot of people care about. It's just that so I think stupid. Is dumb. <laughs> but here we are spending five minutes on it. And you Sports. know what that is? Sports. <laughs> Great segue. Uh. Go team. Speaking of, oh my God. You know, 
first of all, shout out to our behind the scenes sports um, newscaster, Gonzalo, who oh, always that. hooks it up. He, you know, he does his research and I really appreciate he that. He hooked us up with links, with resources. Yeah. And apparently the NFL released their like schedules for yeah. the following year, which I'm going to be honest. I always thought they just like posted up on them. Yeah, on a, I didn't like know this poster. was like such a thing. I didn't know this was a thing that people are like making video, which I, might be a more recent thing. They're like making videos for probably within to, the like, last couple this. of years. Yeah, which I was kind of entertained by some Listen, of these videos. They're pretty good. Brittany could not come hang out with me on Thursday because she had to wait for YouTube and the NFL to approve some social media thing. Stop it. The schedule release. And I was like, who even cares about these schedule releases things? And and now I understand. Like now that I've seen some, I understand that it's like a thing and, you know, it needs to be good or you're going to be irrelevant or made fun of or whatever. So like I get it now. But in that moment on Thursday, I just like didn't I could give zero fucks that the NFL schedule was releasing. Who was your favorite? Um, well, the only one, okay, the Chicago Bears was my favorite because they reenacted the bear from Hulu, the show, and they were like all chefs in the kitchen and they were doing orders like based on the different teams. So like, they were playing, yeah. they're like, why is someone putting so much cheese on this hot dog? And it was like the Green Bay Packers, you know, Wisconsin cheese. So like, that was good. I liked that one. And the other one I liked was I did like the LA Rams Gonzo actually didn't get it because he doesn't have TikTok, but it was a for you page version of the schedule. So like each video was like if, as if you were scrolling on your for you page on TikTok and those were all like the highest trending thing. So they even had Pussy PSA, Pussy PSA, that man on there. Oh, they did have him. Yes. It was so funny. Yes. So funny. Great. So like I appreciated them. It was such an L.A. team to do. You know, it was so yeah. L.A. Like, what's the most L.A. thing? Oh, social media trends. Yeah. We're going to do a TikTok also, they, for you page. They released another one that was like all anime. But like. That was the I L.A. Get... Chargers. Oh. The L.A. Rams did the TikTok for you page. The L.A. Chargers did the anime, which, yes, we did not understand. But there was lots Even of with... messages. Even with the like video that showed you the references i still no i want you to know gonzo shows me this video and he's like this is this is what this one's like look these are all the references in them i and they were explaining them still didn't still didn't get them and again just like couldn't muster up enough cares to focus that hard you know (laughs) like could we sit there and dissect the video and look up all these references yes Yeah. yeah will we no. And and I want to say, I am not better than you for not being interested. If you're interested in this shit, I'm happy for you. Because you got some good content this week. Bring it back. <laughs> that should be your title. I am not better than you. You are not better than me. Boom. <laughs> Love that for us. Okay. So, so anyway... Football, uh, everybody's excited about the new uh, schedules and everything like that. Um, but, you know, coming back a little bit, which is kind of crazy that we're freaking out about football and we're going into playoffs in, the, in hockey and basketball. And so speaking of playoffs, Lakers are going to are moving on. They beat the Golden State Warriors. Um, same with the Boston Celtics. Um, but now, like, same with the so Miami. I hung out. I hung out with some 
uh, Golden State fans this past weekend. And let me just say, they're a little bitter. There's this theory going around that there's a script for the NBA. And there's like the points. It's like the the points, points. the amount of free throws they get, the calls that the Lakers are getting. And they're saying that that because the NBA's um, ratings are going down, they want this showdown between the Lakers and the Celtics because currently right now they're tied for the amount of championships they both have. And if you go back to like Magic Johnson times and like the 80s and stuff, I see. there was a big rivalry between the Celtics and the Lakers. And so they want to reenact that and get more viewership. So supposedly yeah. there is a conspiracy theory that the league was making it so that the Lakers and the Celtics are playing in the finals. Y'all just lost. Sit down. Do you think it's scripted? Look, even if it is, who gives a shit? You know, you're it's still like a, watching. It's like a fun conspiracy theory to sure. to dibble dabble in. You know, you're still gonna watch. You're still gonna root. Like it's like the WWE. We all found out that shit was fake. Tell me that their fans still didn't get more into it. More into it. The okay. hills. We found out that shit was fake. We, we still, all still stand. watch it. We're we're exactly. rewatching. Even though exactly. we know it was all fake, so yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I like that's my whole thing. I, I, and also again, I'm not into sports, so maybe I don't feel as vehemently passionate about yeah. the potential of my team being cheated out of something. Like, here's the thing: if someone was like Lindsay Vanderpump is fully scripted, I'd be like, well, whoever's writing it deserves an award. Great. Exactly. You know, and the uh, they're the unsung heroes of our generation, the people who are behind reality TV or the NBA playoffs that are scripting these things that are getting no accolades for being writers. And also, if this was and scripted, pioneers in the industry, wouldn't the NBA be delayed because the writer strike? All right, people, come on. Oh, like, you're, so you're so things correct. You're so correct. Things aren't lining up. Things aren't lining up. Yeah, it, they just sound a little bit bitter. But I do want to say that my I'm. Also, we can add to my resume a pop culture psychic and a sports psychic because I picked out from last week. I said who was gonna, my predictions of who was going to win, mm. and every single one of them won. The Denver people, what are they called? Nuggets. The Miami Heat. <laughs> the L.A. Lakers and the Boston Celtics. So should I do it again this week? Yeah. Who's who? Uh, who Who's is playing who? Make it- Oh, that's a good question. Who are the- I'm going to assume it's going to be the Lakers versus the Nuggets because that's the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and it's yeah. going to be the Heat versus Celtics for the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I think so- that's how they do things. I'm yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. That does make sense, Justin. That does I make sense. I think it does make logical sense, too. So if Sorry. that's what's happening, <laughs> if that's what's happening, it's going to be the Lakers and the Celtics. It's not really an exciting prediction since we just said why it's going to be that. I know. You know what? You know what's playing in the back of my head. Except is that Miami comment? Heat, like Alex again, Alex Earl at the NBA playoffs would be an interesting thing for me to see. That would be interesting. But you know what's playing in the back of my head is as we're talking about this sports is that comment we got. <laughs> you guys not knowing anything. <laughs> thank you for bringing that up, Justin, because I did want to speak on it. So let them know. This was the first week that I posted all of our like reels content to YouTube Shorts, and I posted like six videos in a row to YouTube Shorts because I was like, okay, we gotta you know like get some more awareness, garner some more attention, like let's 
expedite the social media strategy. Let's pivot. So I'm like putting it on shorts and they did. We got a lot of views and it was we nice. We, we even got one subscriber out of it. So thank you to that one subscriber. We love you. You're killing it. Anyways, um, someone commented on the clip where I'm saying SportsCenter and ESPN both called us and we're trying to pick which one and Justin telling me that like that's the same fucking thing. And someone commented on it and said, just what we need, an, t- two more annoying, clueless people to cover sports. And <laughs> he's not wrong. You know, like he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't lie. He didn't lie. No. His name was Al and he did have a rifle as his profile photo. And I just responded and said, you're so correct, Al. And then another one commented something else being like, two individuals don't need another podcast, something like that. And I said, I hope you have a better day because you only comment negative things on people's content who are like putting themselves out there, like doing something with their lives. Like, Al, what have you posted? You have nothing on your channel, you know? But like, I'm I'm putting myself out there on the line for people to judge me and you are choosing to take time out of your day to come at me with criticism and like, that's fine. Like, I can handle the criticism. Trust me, it didn't like ruin my day or anything. But I yeah. think the best way to combat these internet trolls is to just like kill them with kindness. Absolutely. And reply, reply to them. Because yeah. I can guarantee you, Al is not gonna comment on any more of our shorts because I just replied back to him yeah you know and he's no longer anonymous and only and so whenever you get a hateful comment if you're someone that has like lots of followers and whatever sense of the way and you get a hateful comment or a rude comment or something that doesn't rub you the right way just remember that that person must not be having a good day and that person is like not feeling good about themselves so they're commenting on your stuff and you should just reply back with kindness and maybe it'll help them it'll turn their day around you know? Absolutely. So, and yeah. like, they clearly didn't get it that like we are almost. They weren't in on the joke. Sarcastically covering sports. Like you will come to know we are not sports people. No. Yeah. We're being sarcastic, you guys. I hope you understand. Like this is satire on sports. Sat- satire on sports. We're giving you a little bit of facts. A lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's why you listen. That's what, what we're here to do. We're justificating. Exactly. We're just justifying justificating hmm, not a word we're justifying our reasoning for talking about it right exactly. now and this is where yeah. justin needs to know how to transfer those skills into justifying his purchases justifying why we talk about sports justifying purchases same same i see what you did there that was yeah. brilliant all right we have one more story about sports speaking of that uh-huh. we are seriously covering is john mm-hmm. morant done fucked up again He's so Honestly, silly. This is a poo poo head. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He is a poo poo head. Look, a few weeks ago, he or it was a longer than a few weeks ago, he got caught on Instagram Live at a club or something like that with a gun. He got suspended for eight weeks. He put out all these apologies about how he's sorry and he's learned so much and whatever he got caught up again and this is my thing is that people are saying like you know where he came from those are his friends that he's around and he's trying to get out of it and all it's that his stuff. culture it's his culture which i completely understand but then you think about guys like jay-z snoop dogg yeah um 
uh, Kendrick Lamar, who came also from those rougher backgrounds, but then they were given opportunities to step up out of the mud and go after something and be a source of light, a source of um, a role model for people and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they took that upon themselves and kind of left that stuff behind in order to take on those new roles. Like, Ja, you're getting paid millions of dollars to play ball. Something that a lot of kids dream about doing and don't get to do and have to be grinding and doing these other things and carrying guns and all that. And, like, that's just my personal opinion. Like, yeah. I also think he's trying to purposely get kicked out of the league, to be totally honest. Because, like, you can't be that dumb. Yeah. No. And it's a lot of responsibility to to have as big of a platform as someone like Jaw has, but even more of a responsibility when you come from that type of background to be like that source of inspiration and light of being like, look, like if you work hard at something, like you can get yourself out of this situation if you want to. You don't have to, but if you if you wanted to, it is possible and like there is a light yep. at the end of the tunnel for me and I have a responsibility to maintain this like yep. position. And and this isn't me saying that he has to change his persona or, you know, his looks or anything like that. Like, you can still have that look. You can still hang out with your boys and everything. But, like, don't flash a gun. Also, let alone, like, the current political climate around yeah. weapons and stuff like that. Like, bruh, read the room. This is why I think it's so crazy that athletes get paid so much money and then have, like, relatively normal lives because... They can get way easily more caught up in this type of stuff where like Mm -hmm. a celebrity when they book a big movie like they instantly have like a lawyer, a PR team, whatever, like a manager. This is all stuff that's just like normal and prioritized. But I don't think athletes have that same mindset because they're they're playing a sport, you know, like that's what their mind's on. And they don't necessarily realize like the responsibility and the background that comes with it that if he had a good team around him or even just like good friends around him, they wouldn't let him do that because they wouldn't let him self-sabotage in this way. Yeah. And jeopardize that. Like those yeah. aren't really his friends. If they're like egging him on to do things like that, you know, they they want to bring him back down to their level because they're jealous and that's upsetting. Yeah. So I, I would be very surprised if he doesn't get kicked out of the league after this one. He has to at this point. What are they going to say? Is he that good of a player that they would like fight for him like this? I don't mm. know. Yeah, no, like it's not like he's LeBron James. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and the only reason we are talking about him or know his name is because of both negative things. Like, I've I haven't heard his name about being like amazing in any way, you know. But I also don't watch sports, so. So I, I, I mean, I feel for him. I hope he maybe tries to figure it out and maybe getting kicked out of the league is a wake up call he needs. Who knows? But who knows. Okay, well, that's sports. Great job, Justin. Thank you. Okay, our action item for this week is fun because summer is right around the corner, ladies and gents, and I'm personally so excited. And I don't know about you guys, but whenever summer comes, I don't feel like mentally prepared that I know what I want to do this summer, that I just kind of let the days go by without being intentional of like, what I want to do, my vibe, and then all of a sudden it's over and you're like, oh shoot, I missed summer. So mm-hmm. your action item for this week is make a little bucket list on your notes app and your phone of some summer things that you want to do. Um, picnic in the park, beach day with friends, um, 
hiking, like whatever it is that you know, a pool party, a big sleepover with your girlies, like a road trip with your girls, like write down what it is that you want to prioritize this summer so that you know week after week when you're like, hmm, what should I do today? You have something to look back on and say like, yeah, that is something that was important to me that I want to do. Like, let's do it. And if you want to be even more into it, you can make a little summer 2023 Pinterest board that reflects your vibes and the mindset you want to be in so that you can live out your best summer girl self. What is on your summer 2023 like vision board, Pinterest board? Like what are we... Maybe I should say it here so that I like hold myself accountable, but I've now uh-huh. lived in Hawaii for three years and I've never once tried surfing, mostly because I'm really scared of sharks. And that is really a real fear, you guys. Like, I, it really fucking scares me to think that there's a shark swimming just near me in general. And I know that they're just not all out there waiting to chomp on me, but like, oh, and there's been so many shark sightings here on Oahu just this past couple of months that I'm like, what is happening with the sharks? Like... Ooh, it just gives me like the full body heebie-jeebies, you know? So I've promised myself that this summer I'm going to try to surf in Waikiki like with the tourists because I can't try to surf on North Shore. Like there's real surfers here. Like I'm not about to play myself like that. They don't need to see me try. Like it's embarrassing. Um, but I'm going to take my little wave storm, my foam board out to Waikiki and try to surf with the tourists where I belong. Cause that's my, that's my level. And I don't think there's a lot of sharks over there. Like I know that there's not because it's so high trafficked that they don't like the water is not as great and like they don't like, and there's not as much animals for them to eat over there, you know? So I'm still shook about when I asked you what you want to do for your summer 2023. I think the last thing on this planet I thought you would say is surf. So I just really want to be like that cute little like surfer girl. That's just like getting her board out, putting the wax on, you know, like paddling out, getting a cute tan line. I have so many friends here that surf and they're so cute and I'm jealous. All right. So it's on my bucket list for this summer. Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay Blue Crush is coming to you guys. Would Die to be Blue Crush. Like those girls have no fear. The fact that Bethany Hamilton still surfs after getting her arm bitten off by a shark is just like beyond my comprehension. She is so brave. I mean, yeah. Also, like, having been to the island, I realized how not possible Blue Crush is because they oh. used to drive to different parts of the island within the same day that are, like, so far apart and, no, like, like, did not make time sense whatsoever. They're surfing at sunset, and then they're driving all the way to Kahuku to drop her off at school, but then they're working in Koalina, which is across, literally, like, a diagonal across the whole yeah. island. And she's like, we have 10 minutes. We're going to be late. Sister, you're late. If you're 10 minutes, if you're Kahuku, and you haven't even started driving to Koalina, you're late. And then they're like, oh, right on time. It's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> Doesn't Anyways. Make any sense. What's on your summer 2023 bucket list? <laughs> um, summer 2023 uh, bucket list. Besides, um, I want to do like a like house party. But have some of the, like, old school, like, kind of chill, like, house party, but have some of the DJ homies come through and um, just, like, hop on the decks, have fun. And I think we're going to do it for Fiesta this year. Wow, Justin, I was literally thinking, like, I know what I Justin's summer 2023 bucket list should be. And then you just literally pulled it out of my head. 
What? What were you going to say? That you should have oh. your like backyard DJ sessions again that you used to do last summer yes. with Jackie of like doing the floral installation and you doing a set yeah. with a specific theme and then having friends over. That's what I think. Yeah. So we're going to hopefully come. do the first one. Oh, you're going to come? August Yeah, I'm going to teleport. I'm working on it. That's All another right. one on my bucket list. Learn how to teleport. Well, you got some big dreams this summer. <laughs> I don't want, I don't know which one's more likely to happen. You surfing or you teleporting? Facts, facts. Okay, <laughs> Justin and I have just cackled our way through this episode. Hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Do you have any closing statements for joining? Me. No, I got you. I got you. Have a great week. Okay, we love you. <laughs> Bye. Oh, man.